0: we take the time before we take offerings to share with you what the word of God says so that you can give in faith. And when you give in faith, you will receive back. And so tonight I'm going to read 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. Um, It says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. And so I kind of want to talk about tonight that first phrase that Paul says. He says... You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's important that we understand that it is the grace of God that lifts people out of poverty into riches, into abundance. It's not your own works, it's not your own obedience, it's not your self efforts, it's not your toiling. It's the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who took our poverty. He left heaven, He left the riches of heaven, came down to this earth, and when He died on the cross, He bore the curse of poverty in our place. And when you You received Jesus when you made him your Lord. He broke the curse of poverty from off of your life because you received his grace. And his grace is what lifts us. The Bible says that God takes the beggar from the dunghill and sets him among princes. That means he'll take the lowest of the low and set him to the highest of the high. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter your level of education. It doesn't matter where you come from, your family background. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ can pick up anyone out of the dunghill and set him among princes. And so it says in Romans chapter 5, verse 17, it says that through one man, talking about Adam, when Adam sinned, death reigned. But much more will those who receive God's grace and the gift of righteousness reign as kings in life through one man, Jesus Christ. So this says, we were once under the reign of death, but when you received the grace of God, that grace is the power that will lift you up to reign as a king in this life. And kings are not broke, kings are not lacking, kings have all that they need, more than enough. And that is what the grace of God does, lifts you up to reign as a king. And so, you know, but that word in, in the Greek, when it says receive God's grace in Romans five seventeen, it's actually in the active tense. So what that means, it is a continual receiving. It's not just a one time you receive the grace of God and you're, you're wealthy overnight. Just because someone gets born again, you're not automatically wealthy the next day. You have to continuously position yourself to receive the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that grace is the unmerited favor of God. But it doesn't just automatically happen. When you position yourself and you receive God's grace, that grace does things for you, in you, and through you. You won't be lazy. When you receive the grace of God, it actually comes upon you to empower you, to do what God's called you to do, and to be the best at it. You know, the apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians fifteen ten, he says, I am what I am by the grace of God, but he says, I actually labored more than all the other apostles. So this is, this, this is why you need to understand what grace does. Cause he says that he labored more than anyone else. But he says, but it wasn't really me. It was the grace of God that was with me. And it was the grace that he received through revelation. Grace comes by revelation of who Jesus is and what he has done for you through redemption. So the more you know Christ, the more you understand redemption, There is, you will operate under more grace and that grace will cause you to labor more effectively than anyone else. And it's not self-effort. It's not the sweat of your own brow. We, we're, we're redeemed from that. When Jesus' sweat in the garden of Gethsemane, He redeemed you from the sweat of your brow, from toiling, from aimless striving. You are redeemed from just striving and striving and never going up, never getting richer, never going higher. You are redeemed from that. He says, it's actually the grace of God that was with me, that was laboring on the inside of me and through me. And so, you know, the grace of God does not make you just lazy, sit around, wait for God to do something. And I'll tell you, people that are lazy, they lack revelation, Because revelation is what looses grace into your life, to be the best, that when you're at your company, when you're at your job, you are the best. There's something operating on you. It's the substance of God's grace operating on you, causing you to be the best, to be stronger than anyone else, to be healthier than anyone else. You know, even your physical body, if you have a physical job, you will be stronger than all the others because God's grace affects every part of you, every realm of your life. And so that's why it's important when you understand the God's grace that you've received through Christ, you need to honor the grace of God on your life. That's why we work hard. That's why we labor effectively. That's why we we do what God's called us to do. And we never quit. We never slow down. We never throw in the towel because you have to honor. Oh, Lord, we honor the grace of God that you have put on us. When you recognize the grace that you've received, you honor it by doing what God's called you to do. You honor it by not taking the grace of God in vain. That's what he says in in 2 Corinthians 6, he says, I beg of you, He's, he's pleading with them, don't receive this grace in vain, don't just do nothing with it. And so, you know, part of not taking it in vain, that's why we give. Because when you really believe that God's grace is operating on your life and you understand the power of redemption, you can't help but give your money to propel the gospel. You can't help but give your money to propel the preaching of redemption. When you understand God's grace, man, when I had an understanding of what God's grace did for me, did for my life, pulled me out of, I can't help but give my money to propel it forward. Because I have a because we when we have revelation of his grace, it makes us want to propel repel it even more. And the Bible says that when you do well with what God has given you, he'll give you more in return. And so that's kind of what I want you to understand as you sow tonight, you're sowing by the grace of God. From him is everything you have. Everything in your bank account already belongs to him. So you're not giving him anything. God already owns everything. So you're sowing by the grace of God and you're going to reap more of God's grace to lift you higher to reign as a king in life to lift you higher into prosperity to lift you higher into your covenant wealth into that place that God has for you so you know as you're sowing tonight remember that you're expecting a harvest of God's grace to come upon you God's grace to prosper you God's grace to lift you God's grace to empower you to be the best in whatever God has called you to do Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.